Hello, friends. This is Natalie with Confessions of a Reluctant Caregiver, and you're listening to our special series, Diary of a Caregiver, Unashamed, Unafraid, and Uncut. And I can't believe it. This is the last diary entry in the Carrie Bridge. Now, mind you, it is not the last entry in our lives as far as our trips to New York. And I'll share a little bit more about the updates for January and actually July, uh, June, actually, but it's July now. And uh, I'll share those with you at the end. But uh, as a reminder, I'm reading the entries from the CaringBridge.com website. And you can find the transcript and photos on our Facebook group, Caregiver Confessions. If you have not been there and you're tuning into the last one, I don't even know what you're waiting for at this point. So <laughs> let's get started with today's entry. Today, I am reading the final entry of the Caring Bridge. So thank you, caringbridge.com for supporting my entries and my mental health, because that's exactly what you've done. It is entry number 37. It is October 4th, 2022, and the title is All Clear. It literally says, get ready. Okay, get ready. Quote, if your path is difficult, it is because your purpose is bigger than you thought. Today makes exactly seven months since we were told by Dr. Carpenter that Jason had cancer, March 4th, 2022. But I didn't share that we actually found out the night before. Yes, we got it confirmed after I called Friday morning and threatened to come sit on the floor of Dr. Carpenter's office until he saw us, which fortunately was not required. We learned the night before when I looked at the test results after being prompted by Carillion's client portal which contained all of Jason's health records, that a new test result had been posted. Asterix, asterix. Seriously, Carillion, do not post results that will negatively change your life. Can we please wait for the doctor who is trained and does not use Google's search engine to interpret test results? Asterix, asterix. I remember like it was yesterday. It was Thursday, March 3rd, 7 p.m. I had just picked up our dinner because, you know, it was my night to cook. Jason says, Carillion notified me that the results for my scans are in. I, of course, told him to let me look. And he said, I don't think we should look. We might misinterpret them. Like the confident, stubborn person I am, and a solid eye roll later, I said, okay, I won't look. Let me see your iPad. Yes, I lied. And yes, I detest liars, but I had to know. Oh, and no, I'm not a doctor, but I do have Google to support my inquiry needs and friends who are doctors. Notice the order? Honestly, I looked for several reasons. In my mind, I knew he didn't have cancer, and I really needed to confirm it. I'd never be able to sleep knowing the results were right there, waiting for me to have, you know, a quick look-see. I can see the screen clear as day. The report, date of report, three one twenty-two. time read, 
455. I clicked on it. There were a ton of words, some of which I didn't know, but no matter, get me to the results. And there they were, the words that changed our life forever. Malignant, squamous cell carcinoma, P16 positive. Even now, it makes me sick to my stomach. I thought to myself, is malignant the bad one or is it benign? I had no time to feel like an idiot. I quickly looked it up as I was no longer thinking from the reasoning part of my brain, but instead the survival and limbic systems. I felt like I was going to throw up, cry, and scream all at the same time. Google search, malignant. Finding, definition, malignant. A term used to describe cancer. Malignant cells grow in uncontrolled way and can invade nearby tissue and spread to other parts of the body through the blood and lymph systems. Unquote. What? No. I freeze staring at the screen. The words blurred, similar to now as I recall and feel every emotion that ran through my body. Cancer. It's all connected. Jason had swollen lymph nodes for over nine months. And now the definition, quote, spreads to other parts of the body through the blood and lymph systems, unquote. Jason had cancer. Immediately looked up the words squamous cell carcinoma, P16 positive. And there it was. It was a form of cancer. I knew my face had given it away when Jason said, you looked. I couldn't lie. I said, yes, but I'm not sure what I'm reading. His face was pale. I'm a terrible liar. And technically, I didn't know what it meant. I know, pitiful excuse. We were both sick and numb. We sat there silent. What do you say? There's nothing to say. So you say nothing. He says, I've got cancer. I responded, yes, I think you do. And so it began. Asterisk. Fast forward seven months to the day. Monday, October 3rd, 5.20 p.m. Asterisk. His plan, his time. So much has occurred. The worry, tears, feelings of failure, anxiety, and more than enough stress for a lifetime. That was just me. I can't even begin to describe what Jason went through. It's not fair for me to even try to verbalize on his behalf. Just know it was awful for him. And then again, so much good. God is now first and foremost in our lives. I have worked hard to get work reprioritized, which is still hard, but I'm doing it. I think about the blessings, the miracles, the people God worked through, our family, friends, newfound friends, and the kindness of strangers. So many 
miracles. One, we were able to move to New York to receive the best treatment, answered prayer. Two, Jason's body responded, answered prayer. Three, he successfully had three weeks of radiation, two rounds of chemo, and a ton of infusions. Remember, I lovingly referred to these spa spa days where he got fluids to help his body heal. Answer prayer. Four, we came home on July 6th. Answer prayer. Five, sadly though, I came to realize the cancer had followed us home because it was still present in his body, but it was getting smaller. Answer prayer. And six, with every MRI scan over the next four months, it was getting smaller. All good signs. Answer prayer. No matter how he improved, in the back of our mind, even to October 3rd, she, the cancer, was lurking, ever present, trying to take all our attention to steal the joy from our lives. With her came the side effects of trying to destroy her. The dry mouth, but even worse, terrible tasting food. She would never let Jason have a moment's peace. Recently, she took his sleep. He started snoring so bad I had to start sleeping in another room. It appears the new scar tissue in the back of his throat, recently formed from the radiation treatments, was impacting his ability to have a clear airway when he slept on his back. It's bad. No, really bad. Even Winston, the bulldog, made a formal complaint. When we went to see Dr. Morris, Jason's medical oncologist, he indicated Jason's airway was clear, but that he was the first patient he'd ever seen to develop sleep apnea. Seriously? At least Jason is consistent, always in the top 5% for side effects. Shaking my head. So, we'll be seeing a sleep specialist, but the good news is, his airway looked all clear. And that was the first time I'd heard those words, but it wouldn't be the last. We left feeling encouraged that his throat looked good. Dr. Morris commented on how great Jason looked, thank you very much, and that the sleep apnea could easily be addressed. Okay, we'll take that as a win. Answered prayer. Off to appointment two of eight for the day. Giving 10 vials of blood. Praise the Lord. They hit the vein every time. Answered prayer. Hashtag MSKCC nurses nailed it. Exclamation point. Two appointments down. Next was the scary scan, a full body PET scan to see if the cancer was gone. Present in the lymph nodes or worse, spread. This was followed by appointments four and five, MRIs, check and check. Appointment six was with the clinical trial nurse, would be delayed to Tuesday, when? So at that point, only two appointments were left. We dropped in on our chemo oncologist who reported his blood work looked fantastic, answered prayer. And then the last one, the big one, radiation oncology, who would tell us the scan results. As usual, Dr. Lee, a tiny but powerful woman, came in like a tornado, strong, mighty, and fast. You normally only get to talk to her for about 120 seconds. She's ridiculously brilliant and typically has a team of doctors following her. I'd say they are hoping to absorb an ounce of her brilliance. I mean, I sit close to her too. 
She is the person responsible for developing the treatment protocols that saved Jason an additional 20 radiation treatments and an extra chemo session. She created the clinical trial and is world renowned, a total badass at a height of four foot, 10 inches tall, if that. She came in, fist bumped Jason, and said, Hello, Mr. Handy. Your scans look great. All clear. You have no more cancer in your body. I sat there, dumbfounded. Did she just really say that? All clear. She felt his neck, and then they scoped his throat. A scope is the camera that goes down through his nose and down the back of his throat to look at the back of his mouth and throat. Yeah, he he does it every time like a champ. <clears throat> Jason is amazingly strong as he just sits there and he takes it, never moving, never choking, not even a tear. He is a beast. She instructs the physician, uh, the physician with her on how to properly insert the scope and how to look for any abnormalities. She keeps repeating, looks good, all clear. And then she says, okay, we'll see you in January at 39 weeks. We'll do another PET scan, but you are all clear. Go live your life. You're cancer free. And with that, she was gone. Maybe seven minutes, but it was all we needed. Disposition, all clear. You're cancer free. Quote, when you face difficult times, know that challenges are not sent to destroy you. They are sent to promote, increase, and strengthen you. Joel Osteen. Love him. You never know how you're going to respond to the news all clear. It's odd. I never really even thought about how I'd feel. Would I cry? Shout for joy? My actual response was similar to that of my initial response. Numb. We were numb and said nothing. As we walked out of the elevators, I looked at him as if it had finally hit me. And I said, you don't have any cancer in your body anymore. You don't have cancer anymore. We smiled at each other and released an audible sigh. A sense of relief like washed over me. Jason was going to be okay. He had made it. And then I thank God as I as he answered our prayers. We sat in the lobby of MSK for a while. I started texting family members while he sat there quiet. We walked back to the hotel. It was raining and cold, and I never felt better, more alive. We get to the hotel and walk into the room. He comes over and hugs me, a full hug. I could sense his relief. We stood there holding each other. For the first time, she was no longer there, holding all the space between us. She was gone. The cancer was gone. He thanked me for being there with him every step of the way. You know, there was only one way to respond. I just looked at him and I said, always. Then we told each other how much we loved each other, and it felt good. 
So that's it, right? Is our story over? No. Jason is still dealing with the terrible side effects. And for that, we need your prayers. But you know what? He doesn't have cancer. Answer prayer. For that, I give all the glory to God. This was his magnificent plan for our life. I don't claim to know why, but I thank him for this journey. Yes, Jason and I are different now. We are different, but for the better. He would disagree about the better as he's still suffering. And I get that. When I say we are better, I mean we are better as the cancer was the vehicle that reconnected us with God to ourselves, to each other, and our family and friends. Personally, I'm grateful for this journey. I finally found me, who I want to be and how I want to live today and every day moving forward, living for God. I'm not perfect, nor will I ever be, as we are all perfectly imperfect. But I will not go back to my old life, one where I'm trying to control what happens in my life, my plan, because honestly, it's his plan for my life. Quote, one day you will tell your story about how you overcame what you went through and it'll be someone else's survival guide. Parentheses. Lord, I pray this into existence. Use our story to inspire and offer hope to others. In parentheses. God has given me a second chance, a new outlook, and a new path to follow. I wholeheartedly accept his plan and the path for me and Jason. I committed to God that I would shout our testimony from the rooftops both during and after this trial to tell others of his goodness and grace, and I plan to do so, and it's coming. So today, seven months to the day after Dr. Carpenter confirmed Jason had cancer, I'm here to shout from the rooftops that God hears our cries and the prayers of each and every one of you. And he responded, all clear, you are cancer free. Remember, there is nothing too great for our God. I love you all. Thank you for walking this journey with us. You are truly the hands and feet of God. Natalie. Sorry, guys, I got teared up a little bit in some of the middle of it. it it's, there's hardly any words to describe the journey. Those seven months, it was crazy. And, you know, we went on to try to find our new normal because that's what you have to do. You just, you keep living. You keep living with a different angle. You, you accept the things that you, you don't understand. And I want to tell you that the acupuncture worked. It didn't. I'm happy to tell you that Jason had a sleep apnea test. And well, they said he didn't have sleep apnea. And here's the weird part. He stopped snoring after a couple of weeks. And that was nice because honestly, he was giving Winston a run for his money. We went back in January where they told us he still didn't have cancer. That was amazing. And so on June 26th, we had our one-year follow-up appointment. 
That's June 26, as in a week and a half ago. And you could feel the tension. It's always there. Nothing has changed. Cancer is still with us. She still resides in our home. And some days she steps up front and she makes herself known. And other days she fades into the background. On June 26th, he had his scans. And on that day, we found out he is still cancer free. And I am so grateful to God and to each and every one of you for prayers that he continues to heal Jason's body. What they said is that the fact that he hasn't had a recurrence of the cancer yet is a really good sign. It's a sign that his body really is healing and that as every every month, every day, whatever, as we move forward, it's less chance that it's coming back. Excuse me. But I'll tell you, when they told us that he was still cancer-free, it wasn't the same response. It wasn't the same elation. It wasn't the excitement. It wasn't this, it, it wasn't anything like one year later. What it was is you felt relieved. It doesn't go away. I hate to tell you this, but you know what? I'm always honest. Jason's, well, Jason, as a part of his side effects from the cancer treatments, his salivary glands are burned up. And so he's very limited uh, saliva in his mouth and it's hard for him to eat. But he still tries. And food has never returned to tasting good. He has glimpses and, and since sometimes he can taste lime, sometimes he can taste a spice. Some days the food is really bad and he just swallows it. And then there was this time at Doreen's <laughs> right before we went and it was so bad he actually had to spit it out. Chocolate tastes like sour cream. He doesn't like to eat sweets anymore, hardly even though his brain makes him think he wants it. He craves sugar. He craves those things. But when he tastes it, there's no satisfaction to be found. Head and neck cancer is really hard. And just because you don't have cancer, I remind my listeners to this. Just because you don't have cancer doesn't mean it's gone. The fear the threat, the unknown, the what-ifs. Individuals who have had cancer live with that every day. And they are the strongest people I know. My husband is the strongest person I know. And he never complains. And he never says anything because he doesn't want to burden me as his caregiver and his wife. Jason, if you ever listen to this, because I know you always worry about what I'm going to say, I love you. And I'm so proud of you. 
And you're the strongest person that I've ever met. I ask each of you, continue to pray for us. We absolutely need it. But we are very blessed. And we have God to thank for the blessings that he gives us every day. Because Jason is here and he is cancer free. And for that, I am grateful. Thank you for listening to our series, Diary of a Caregiver, Unashamed, Unafraid, and Uncut.